just a little tiny bit of a recording before the podcast to say thank you so much to my friend Rui, who is the owner and proprietor of Shovelface Records. He is the bass player in my band and the founding member of The Great Unwashed, and he is the one who wrote and played on every instrument and recorded that amazing theme song for my podcast. So Rui, thank you so much. Please go and check him out on Shovel Face Records, both on Instagram and on Facebook. I don't know if he has Twitter. I should probably check that out. But if you have someone you know who needs a recording studio or um, a bass player or basically just a general all-around guy, and I should add he also has his PhD in chemistry so if you need someone like that as well you need to get in touch with Rui because he is the best thanks Rui hello everyone it's your favorite podcaster Dax Shepard it's your second favorite podcaster actually do you listen to Dax Shepard you should He's got a great podcast. It's called Armchair Expert. He is wonderful. Um, I spent a lot of time yesterday listening to him as I was doing a project for someone. And he has an episode with Brené Brown. And if you don't follow her, my God, get on that. B-R-E-N-E, Brené Brown. Um, incredible. But their episode is one in a million. So tune in if you want to. But first, listen to mine. This is Dig In. I am April. And you know both of those things because they're right on the title as you click play. So I am using up my time telling you things you already know. <laughs> We're off to a great start. Anyway, I'm not going to lie to you. I have tried to do this podcast seven times. No joke. No joke. I have recorded six different versions of this podcast, this specific episode, Oh, and I keep hating where I get to by about 15 minutes in, and then I delete it. So I'm going to shift gears. I was going to talk about friendship, but I'm not ready yet, and I want to save that for an episode that I have time to really, really think about before I do. Today, I want to talk to you about taking care of yourself. And so one of the most important things um, happened to me today. As you know, I see a therapist. Her name is Joanne. She's incredible. And I had a breakthrough today and I'm passing along to you kind of what happened to me so that maybe if you are also a 42 year old woman, <laughs> no more, no less. If you're above that or below that hit stop, don't listen. But if you are also a woman or a person dealing with a lot in their life right now, mostly a lot of crippling self-doubt, a lot of anxiety, all sorts of, you know, emotional upheavals because you're feeling a lot of the feelings I talked about in that episode about failure. One of the things Joanne had me do today, and it was all very organic, it wasn't like she had a plan for this, it just sort of came out by what I was talking about, was going back and visiting yourself as a child and really wrapping your arms around that 
kid. And kind of like forgiving yourself for all of the things that you've done to yourself over the years. I don't know if that makes sense. I guess what I'm trying to get at is I've spent the better part of my 42 years really, really, really taking care of other people. Um, I was always the friend that everyone went to when they needed to cry or they needed advice. I remember people saying when I was quite young that I had an old soul, I was wise, you know, whatever, I, you know, anything along those lines. And I've always been the person to make everyone laugh, to ease the tension, to try to make sure everyone is having a good time. And I guess if you look at the things I've done in my life, it's always been a natural fit, right? I was often voted, well, I shouldn't say often, I was always voted the captain of the teams I was on. I became a coach. I became a teacher. Um, now I'm a singer in a band. So the front, the, the front person, not that I can play an instrument anyway, it's not like I'd be on guitar, but... You know, I'm kind of the person that's trying to take charge, take the lead, set the tone, try to give the energy to the others. And it never occurred to me that the reason that I quit teaching and feel a little bit like a failure as a parent and as a spouse and as a friend is because the one person I haven't been listening to or taking care of is myself. And... Not only have I not been taking care of me, I have really, really just muted myself. I shut down the part of me that was trying to get my own attention. And I really just didn't want to hear what it had to say. And I really honestly, if I want to be like 100% honest, I didn't even know that I was trying to say anything. I had spent so long trying to just keep my head above water that I didn't recognize that the little girl inside of me was holding the life ring the whole time. And today's session with my therapist really kind of broke me wide open to recognize that I need to be my own best friend before I can love anyone else. And I know this is all like guru talk that you hear all the time. And I've read it before and I've like, yes, I get it. But I never really, I never really recognized how deeply rooted those ideas were in myself. I was kind of like in denial without really knowing it. You know, like I, I was just sort of like on autopilot. I remember reading just recently someone writing 
as a status update on Facebook, actually. And I, I'm just remembering now that um, she wrote something like, does anyone else feel a little bit like they're just floating through the day? Like they get up, they go to work, they do this, they do that. They cross all their T's and dot all their I's and they get everyone where they need to be. And then all of a sudden it's the next day. Right? And I think we're all feeling a little bit like that at this stage of our life. And it's an unconscious thing. Like it's not like we choose to live this way. And it's definitely not like I chose to ignore who I was on the inside. I think it was just something that I learned to do very early in my life and just kind of put my head down and get through and survive and make everyone else around me happy. And it brings me to an article that I, I read recently, but it's actually from 2017. And it talks about self-care because self-care is such a buzzword, right? Self-care, you know, practice self-care. And you see it all over in memes, on Instagram. There's all of those people who make their livelihoods by practicing self-care. And sure, I mean, fine. If you're in a great headspace and that's who you are and you're going to monetize that, sure. But this article really resonated for me and I hope it does for you too. And it's um, by a woman named Brianna West. And it's on... Um, something called Thought Catalog. And the title is, this is what self-care really means because it's not all salt baths and chocolate cake. It starts by saying, like the first line, it's very, very, um, it's very, it's very like startling. Self-care is often a very unbeautiful thing. And then it goes on to say, what are all the unbeautiful things that you have to do? But the bolded part in the middle is true self-care is not salt baths and chocolate cake. It is making the choice to build a life you don't need to regularly escape from. And that often takes doing the thing you least want to do. It often means looking your failures and disappointments square in the eye and re-strategizing. It is not satiating your immediate desires. It is letting go. It is choosing new. It is disappointing some people. It is making sacrifices for others. It is living a way that other people won't, so maybe you can live in a way that other people can't. It is letting yourself be normal, regular, unexceptional. It is sometimes having a dirty kitchen and deciding your ultimate goal in life isn't going to be having abs and keeping up with your fake friends. It's deciding how much of your anxiety comes from not actualizing your latent potential and how much comes from the way you were being trained to think before you even knew what was happening. So she talks about how self-care is actually making a plan to get out of debt or realizing and recognizing that the toxic friendships that you have been continually cultivating over the years need to be addressed and let go of. That self-care is actually not just good things or easy or fun things or beautiful things even. 
Because you often hear people talk about going to get a pedicure, self-care. And sure, that can be definitely self-care for women who often put themselves as a last priority. But sometimes really meaningful self-care means doing the thing you least want to do. And for me, this fall, it was starting therapy. And that wasn't necessarily something I didn't want to do at all, but it was like, like it wasn't an easy thing to do, right? And today, Joanne said to me that because I went into her talking about my procrastination and how it's been like the worst thing in my life, my whole life. And she said, because procrastination is easy, April. The easiest thing to do in any situation is to do nothing. When you're faced with something that is difficult, the easiest thing to do is not to do anything. And I mean, that's pretty obvious, but all of a sudden it was like, this makes sense. This is why I put off starting the podcast. This is why I, you know, so many things in my life. I'm not going to start, you know, a laundry list of things, but when you procrastinate, there's a reason. And sometimes the best self-care that you can exercise is to do the thing you've been procrastinating from doing. And I know that's easier said than done. I know I'm sitting in the safety of my closet right now doing a podcast telling you to go out and do that thing. But it's true, isn't it? But tie it in with what I said in my second podcast. You don't have to go balls to the wall. And I love that saying. <laughs> you know, you don't have to get, like take full charge today. Take a little step. But take a little step in the direction of the thing you least want to do. Okay? Because that is where things happen. That's where things start to spark up inside of you. Right? It doesn't mean you have to finish today. It doesn't mean you have to know where you're even headed. You know? You don't have to know the destination yet. But you need to just... Move through that. And that is self-care. The best part of this is that I don't even remember how I started this podcast. <laughs> I think I stayed on track. I really have no idea. And at this point, as long as you're still listening, that's all that matters to me. So I want to close off today by saying I have a couple of favors to ask of you. Number one, please, if you could share my podcast with people, that would be awesome. Uh, my very first podcast has an audience now of, I think, almost 200, and my most recent one has 48. So I really need to try to maintain um, kind of this this audience that I've started to build and try to keep people here. And if you love it, I, chances are you know someone else who's going to love it too. So that would be great. And the other thing is um, reach out to me if you have ideas for me. I put out something today on my Instagram asking if people would appreciate it if I set up sort of an anonymous account for um, Dear Abby style questions as a component for my my podcast and I've already gotten quite a few messages saying that they would love that. So if that's something you would like to see, let me know. Or if you can think of something else, that would be amazing. Okay. And to finish it off, I want to give you a recommendation for a dish. Because this is 
essentially and eventually going to be about food. Um, <laughs> right? Dig in. Not all about food, but it's going to be a part of it. Um, Casa. Casa Domenica in Kingston. I mean, they really don't need my help, right? They're a solid restaurant. But the Limone Pasta? Get out of town. Okay? So next time you're there, get the Limone, which is a pasta with um, pancetta and roasted garlic and a lemon, a preserved lemon cream sauce. And if you want a little tidbit tip for you, it's served on penne pasta now, and you don't have to get the penne pasta. You can get it on spaghetti. And in my opinion, that's a much better vehicle for a cream sauce. So that's all I have for you now. Um, have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. And tune in next time to Dax Shepard. I mean, terrible joke. <sighs> Bye.